everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Navigate and Recreate, your source for running rapids, parks, and recreation news and events. I'm Ryan. And I'm Coy, like the fish. Earlier today, we had the privilege of interviewing Fields Johnson um, from AF Wake. And if you'll take a listen, here's an excerpt from our interview with him. Hope you enjoy. All right, so just like we promised you on the last episode, uh, we're starting our little mini-series doing some interviews with people in recreation fields. And um, speaking of recreation fields, the first people that we chose uh, is Fields Johnson uh, from AF Wake. What's up, Fields? Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. Uh, like I was telling you before we got started, we're uh, this is our first one, so we're, we're kind of learning as we go. So I hope you're willing to be flexible with us, and we're just gonna kind of work through this and see how it goes. Uh, hope you're cool with that. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna be a little awkward too. I'm kind of goofy guy, and there's no telling what I'm gonna say, so it might get edited out, but we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> Perfect. You'll fit right in. <laughs> All right. So so just to get started, um, well, first off, uh, I was just gonna let you tell us a little bit about about your business and what you do. All right, cool. So our business was founded years ago by uh, wakeboarding world champion Adam Fields, who is my cousin, and uh, started off the docks down at uh, you know his docks in Lizard Creek, and it's just grown over the years into our wakeboarding school that we have here, board shop where we sell everything, tubes, uh, wakeboards. We do wakeboarding, wake surfing lessons, and now we sell boats through Inland Boat Company. In that, we also rent pontoons and jet skis with our other company. It's called Lake Gaston Summer Rentals. And I manage it all, and we out we're out here every day having a good time, teaching people uh, something that we love, and just having a good time doing it. Right now, we're sitting on a picnic table in the baking sun on Lake Gaston, <laughs> overlooking the lake, where there's a ton of people out there rocking and rolling, having a good time. This and, is not a bad office, man. I yeah, ain't gonna it's, lie. It's, not too bad. it's, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> and so you mentioned in there that your cousin Adam is a world champion, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you are too. Yes, yeah, yeah so. I won a world championship last year in uh, Mexico and won a national title uh, before that out in Seattle. And that's just, you know, going back to the school. We like to wakeboard and we like to compete. And that's one of the fun things about what we do is, you know, just getting better at it. So. Right. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> to cut you off already. <laughs> I don't think you've said anything yet, so go no. for it. <laughs> um, for somebody that might not know anything about wakeboarding, just tell us, like, very dumb it down for me, what's wakeboarding? Wakeboarding is very similar to water skiing, where uh, you're behind a boat and you're being pulled on a, on a board. Uh, in this case, it's very similar to snowboarding. Uh, two feet strapped into your board, you get pulled up on your wakeboard going really about 10 to 15 miles an hour in the very beginning, depending on how heavy you are. and uh, things such as that, but and from there, you know, we ride at 22 and a half miles an hour behind our Malibu boats and are jumping from wake to wake and doing many different kinds of flips and spins, and it's really fun. Cool. Speaking of flips and spins and stuff, you got like a signature move, like when you were in these tournaments and stuff. Was there one that like you knew if you were feeling good, you were gonna pull it out, and if you landed it, you were gonna nail it? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have one in particular. I uh, practiced the same run over and over and over and over and over and over so that when I got into a situation out there and I just knew exactly what to do, it's like a habit. You want to have the you. habit of landing your tricks and the habit of, of winning. You can. <laughs> I hear you. Well, tell us a cool trick. What's the, what's the coolest trick that you, that, what's your favorite one? I, the, my, I think the coolest crowd-pleasing trick that I do is an S-bend, and I don't always get it right every time for those that know what an S-bend is. It's, it's tricky to get it exactly right, uh, but it's where you hit the wake and you kind of fly out like a Superman and you roll over uh, one time a barrel roll and then you bring it back down. So it's really scary and not that many people do them. So. 
Awesome. So you cool. know when you nail that one that you're having a good when run. You when you nail that one, you're like, oh yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do. Everybody's impressed. Uh, but if you mess up on it, then everybody's looking at you like, oh man, that wasn't that wasn't good at all. <laughs> if they know what they're looking at. If you don't know what you're looking at, all, all of it looks really good. Right. Well, that's how it is to be. Like, I don't know what, what the difference between any of the tricks and stuff. Yeah, just seeing like the area that you get off those wakes and stuff is, is really impressive to me. So it doesn't matter if you do it technically correct or not. I'm so impressed. <laughs> Yeah, How long have you been wakeboarding? I think I learned when I was seven. Seven? Yeah, so a long time. Been wakeboarding a long time. Grew up here on the lake and, uh, you know, my whole family, everybody water skied, kneeboarded forever. And then, um, uh, you know, Adam, my cousin, he was a wakeboarder, huge skier in the beginning. And uh, anyway, introduced my brother to wakeboarding, I guess is how it happened. And then uh, I didn't really understand it for a while. I was like, what is that thing? You ride it sideways? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I, I want to ride my kneeboard. But, uh, Anyway, I, you know, started picking it up, and we always wakeboarded behind uh, one of our, you know, our boat. It is not a wakeboarding boat, and in many ways, that kind of boat is what you need. Uh, it's a small, old-school, inboard-outboard, 18-foot, 19-foot boat, and uh, we do all sorts of tricks behind that. It has no tower on it, it had nothing, and, you know, we, you know, learned my first flips on it. Byron, he, he'd do a Rayleigh on it to this day, that's my brother. Um, there's, uh, those of you that don't know but um, yeah so we, we would wakeboard all the time and now we get a lot of people coming through and asking all the time like hey uh, I want to wakeboard but I don't have a wakeboarding boat what do I do and the answer to that is you know there you can wakeboard behind any boat and it's actually pretty good to have a small wake at first yeah. can you wakeboard behind a pontoon boat oh yeah dude we teach people how to wakeboard behind their pontoons all the time you wow. need at least about a 90 and if you're a big dude and you can really push the boat around if uh if you're not careful so you it really works better for small kids but right um yeah when you have a pontoon boat you don't have a wake distracting you uh, and you can do a lot of training and work on a lot of technical stuff that is uh you know sometimes a little inaccessible if you have a huge boat that's got to go fast to plane off so. right that's a good to know because uh, you know when you look around like you look out here right now and you can see some expensive boats um yeah. and so i can see how people could get the impression like well i can't afford to be a wakeboarder uh, it's good to hear you say that yeah no no can no do it absolutely you can uh you can go get a bass boat oftentimes is a really good uh throws a great wake for learning you know what i'm water. trying towards <laughs> <laughs> a fisherman so he's all about that is we wakeboarding behind this boat Heck yeah so so we wakeboard behind you know we have malibu and axis boats that we sell and um we're, we're fond of those boats, but every brand is awesome, really. Um, we like these boats, and what makes them a specific kind of boat is that it holds a tight speed. It's an inboard boat. They are geared up to be performance machines, whereas an inboard-outboard throws a great weight, but it doesn't hold a tight speed. Not much you can do to make it hold a tight speed except be a very, very good boat driver. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's something well, that's that, important, though, right? We, we teach as well. But... Um, yeah, so these these boats, they throw big wakes, and uh, we get in the boat oftentimes and show people how to actually make that wake smaller and how to use their boats, because it's like a, a cockpit in there for a fighter jet. You know, uh, there's so. a lot of buttons, <laughs> and you do need to know how to use them and to, you know, so that you can drive the boat properly. You don't want to, you know, hurt anybody in the process, but really you just want to maximize the fun that's being had right. out on the water. So you started when you were roughly seven. How old are you now? Twenty. Nine. 29. 29. Good year. Yeah. 29. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah it's um, happening. We're almost almost at the at 30. Yeah. 
Big 30. <laughs> are you going anywhere with that question or are you just curious? Yeah. <laughs> so um, how old were you when you started doing it professionally? And I never really have made that trans... Uh, what, 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 the word I'm what makes for? you Transition. what makes you a professional i don't know man it um, could be so many things uh i think being paid from the sport makes you a pro that's kind of my definition and there are many ways of getting paid uh you could be on the pro tour doing the double flips right now uh that those guys are insanely good at wakeboarding but they get mega paid from uh winning the pro tour and they get mega paid from their sponsors mm -hmm. so then there are other riders that don't really ride the tour or get any of that cash prize money ever they do like videos and live off the sponsorships so that that to me is what makes you a pro rider uh, could I mean, be world champion doesn't qualify yeah. you as a pro in your opinion uh, <laughs> yeah it's really awesome it's a really cool title but yeah. not quite. i got you uh, professional yeah, I live, amateur I and, there we go and run the businesses and uh you know am around the sport get to be around the sport and hopefully we'll always be able, be able to be around it and uh yeah it's awesome so you've been on the lake your whole life yeah and obviously love wakeboarding know a lot about wakeboarding but if somebody decides that maybe that's not for them, I mean, there's tons of other opportunities on the lake uh, for them to get out and enjoy it. Though. You know, you, yeah. What would you What would you suggest some other things if if maybe athletic stuff such as wakeboarding wasn't what they were looking for? What I mean, what other kind of opportunities are there on the lake? Man, well, if you are if you live on the lake, you got a boat, you can get out and go whenever. And if you don't have a boat and you live on the lake, you need to get a boat. <laughs> but but uh, if you don't live on the lake, you're just trying to come down for a day, you can. Hop on a jet ski, rent a jet ski. There are many places that do it. We're one of them. Rent pontoons as well. And if you like that kind of thing, it's just fun to be on the water. Uh, there's great houses to check out and just generally fun to be had on the water. I spent uh, a lot of time doing that, uh, cruising around on a pontoon boat, just checking out everybody's yards and houses and stuff. Yeah, it's I know, a lot of fun. Like, oh, look at their grass. <laughs> yeah. They got good grass. Yeah, how about that pool over there? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, the... Um, Something that's really cool about this lake that I didn't know when I was, you know, younger or didn't realize is how clean it is. It's a really clean lake and it, when you fall, you always get water in your mouth. That's fine. You can almost drink this water. It would not upset you if you did, but um, anyway, it's a really clean lake and it's clear of debris. It doesn't fluctuate very much. So for that, it's really fun to build or really, it works really well to build a house on this lake and a dock because the water doesn't fluctuate. But because the water doesn't fluctuate it doesn't pick up a lot of debris and like logs things that'll mess your boat up or things that are dangerous when you're skiing that's not in this lake uh, also everything that is dangerous or bad spots in the water they're marked they're marked really well so the lake's super user friendly unlike many lakes you're, that's always the thing you got to watch out for when you get on a new lake it's like all right where do i avoid going right you know not cost myself ten thousand dollars today while i'm having fun right <laughs> yeah that, that kind of puts a quick end to the fun when you yeah, tear your boat up or something but uh well cool um you got any other questions i had a couple more and i can't think of one right this second <laughs> yeah what's um what's the coolest place or your favorite place that you've been wakeboarding oh man i, I don't know um if you can't pick one you're more than welcome to mention a few the cool places you've been yeah I, I was when we were in mexico this last year they have um 
one of the things that you do while you're down there, a really cool thing to go see is the cenotes, and it's a natural well in the ground. They have a lot of limestone there where uh, the water seeps through from the sea and it becomes fresh, but it's also really blue and clear in some spots, so it's awesome. And you can jump in these huge holes down there and explore. And we did a lot of that cave kind of exploring cool. while we were there. Uh, so when we were competing down there at the Mayan Water Sports Complex, they had they have a uh, naturally where they have dug into the ground through this limestone and created man-made cenotes really that's for wakeboarding and they have different parts of it one part is for cable riding that is different from what uh what i was doing in a cable park you get pulled around in a circle from a cable system and you get jumps and ramps that are in there uh, but they had a whole separate lake that was devoted to boat riding that's what we do we ride behind a boat and the water was just really blue and pretty and awesome so that was a really cool experience Sounds are there like any cable parks around here yeah there is there's one uh not too far from here in north carolina it's brand new it's called elevated wake park and a lot of us you know frequent that spot you know as much as we can get away from here and, and go out there right. but uh where is that at do you know what town or city or anything is nearby uh it is in between greensboro and charlotte that's close enough um, um, that gives me an idea yeah i need to why don't y'all build one out there. here can you build one oh, man, you have we to love permission to build or one something? out here but yeah there's it would be a fair amount of red tape and just general <laughs> investment involved but uh -huh. that would be really cool to you know get something like that in this location here well, at the lake somewhere keep that on the back burner then <laughs> future expansion here at af wake is a wake park yeah wake park yeah, yeah that'd be, be awesome. cool uh um so Last weekend, y'all had a really big event out here, right? Was it last weekend? That was, was last it, weekend. Was big we Air had Fair? the 10th annual Lake Gaston Big Air Fair, and it was, it was huge. You were telling me when I first got here that there was a ton of boats. Yeah, we had at least 350 boats out at the biggest wow. point uh, <laughs> where we're at. And uh, we are located, our business is right at the Eaton Ferry Bridge, southwest corner. And you can probably the, hear the road. We're, we're pretty close to it. <laughs> road in the water. But uh, the wind blows terribly on our side of the bridge so on the other side of the bridge it's always really smooth or it typically is smooth so we buoy off that corner it's the uh, southeast corner of the bridge and that's where we do double ups it's where we do all the big air that happens out there and boats line the buoys and you know everybody has a good time it happens in the morning before the storms hit while the water's still decently smooth <laughs> and uh, before everybody's sunburned so it's a really awesome time. We had the road. So what is, what is the, uh, what's the main objective of the event? To see who can do the biggest trick? Well, the uh, main objective is to grow the water sports uh, awareness. Okay, so I like that. Show okay. how awesome it is. Uh -huh. We have not only wakeboarding, but kneeboarding, uh, hydrofoiling. And those guys, they're, they're crowd favorites because uh, Spencer Leggett was here. He's a world champ kneeboarder. He goes huge. Shannon Pope was out with the hydrofoil. That's an air chair. And... He so that's the thing that you like sit on and has a big fin on the bottom is yep. that right and then it just like hits the wave and just launches yep that's pretty that's yeah it. i saw a facebook video of, of that one over the weekend that was pretty sweet so we're out there going big and having a competition amongst ourselves and we definitely have prize money on the line but it's all about going big and putting on a show well, that's cool. That sounds like a great time. Um, unfortunately for our listeners, it's too late to come out to this year's, but I'm sure y'all will do it again next year, right? Yeah, we will right. certainly do it again next year. It typically you, happens towards the end of June, uh, but it's not too late to get in on some action around here. We do have another what you got event coming, coming up? up. It's the East Coast Water Sports Championships, and it's a wakeboarding competition and a wake surfing competition, pulling both of them. Um, 
it we it is typically a two-day event it may have to go to one day due to covid but we don't know yet mm -hmm. it is when, happening september 26th and 27th here at af wake on lake gaston uh so all, we're so gonna have in the same area right out there where area. they did the big air fair yeah same area we'll cool. actually pull it on both sides of the bridge so that wake surfing and wakeboarding can happen at both times so if you're not sure if you know much about wakeboarding or not, don't really know if you have something to be interested in, that's a great time to come out and take a look at some cool stuff and, and get a good feel for it, right? Heck yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We're right. gonna have, uh, or you could come out, take a lesson with us, and then hop in the contest. There you <laughs> go. Just, just win the thing. One lesson, Ron. I want to yeah. see you out here at the end of September. Yeah, Ryan, where you at? Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> let me know. Let me know where we're going. Well, there's a division for everybody all the way down to, you know, complete beginner. And that's how we have it split up is by uh, skill level more than age. So when you're when you're riding complete beginner, there's a, a, a uh, division for you all the way up to a pro category where, you know, we'll have really good riders competing. So you see the wake surfers out on the lake sometimes and they're the ones that are right really close to the boat. Right. Yep. And so they, they get on this board, they start off holding a rope and get started and sometimes get rid of the rope and just kind of ride to wake yeah. is that right is wake that surfing's awesome that's something that we do here we teach it wake, wake surf school as well and uh that's something that has been catching on uh tremendously over the last 10 years just growing getting bigger and bigger and bigger but uh it's something that is it's a slow moving sport it's very you know easy to get into it's not so scary um and you can really you can really push the sport without being in you know very much danger so that's it's really cool. We uh, so how do you how do you make that competitive? Well, like what is do you do tricks on the boards or is who can ride the longest? How do you win a wake surfing competition? All right. So uh, there's a really amazing wake surfer in this area. His name's Trevor Fearson. He was out riding uh, in the Big Air Fair, and he's a really good uh, somebody to watch. And you can get a better understanding of of what it is to be a great wake surfer because there are many tricks that you can do on your surfboard that include. Everything from jumping up out of the water and spinning all the way to sitting in the water, kicking the board around in many different directions. So uh, that's typically where the competition is coming in. Uh, right there are set tricks that you do, uh, very similar to a wakeboarding run. Mm -hmm. uh, wakeboarding, wake surfing, pass or a run, you get a set number of falls and there's a set distance that the boat goes. So uh, if you fall too many times, then another boat comes and picks you up and you're done. And that's, that's always a bummer. But uh, the goal is to, you know, land your pass, uh, do all your tricks, and then head back to the dock and, you know, with a fist pump. That's right. Pump your fist yeah. and spray up a little water and yeah. make the crowd go wild, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, that's cool. You got any other questions for him? That's all I got. All right. Well, cool. So, man, we really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, people that are listening can see that there's... You know, a lot of recreational opportunities on the lake. Um, and this applies to all the lakes in our areas. And of course, you know, probably somewhat to the Runnett River too. I guess you can do some of the stuff in the river. You're a river rat, Coy. You, you ever I've seen anybody wakeboarding? I haven't, seen, I haven't come across well, anybody wakeboarding up the river. Maybe but. you have a local river that has uh, maybe a little safer for it or something. But you know, this applies everywhere, but I ain't gonna lie to you. This is a good place to be. I've enjoyed sitting out here. Yeah, so. awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me out. Hopefully I wasn't too, uh, too boring nah man yeah. no <laughs> cool man we're they normally only helping. get me and ron to listen to so <laughs> yes they would be really excited to have some <laughs> some fresh input from somebody other than me and coy yeah all right cool appreciate it man all right so we hope y'all enjoyed that that little segment there um and we really appreciate phil johnson taking time out of his day his work day and uh doing that with us i mean you could tell it was really busy around there he had a lot going on he was uh 
what do you call it, juggling a lot of plates? Or yeah. Thank you, Fields. <laughs> Thank you, Fields. It's obviously uh, somebody's lunch break during the middle of that, so <laughs> yeah. we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it was it was a beautiful afternoon out there on the lake. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, get used to working like that. Yeah, it must be tough. Can we come back? <laughs> Can we interview him more often? Yeah. Let's make this a weekly thing, Fields. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna um, we're gonna go over a few events that we have coming up, and then kind of wrap things up real quick. Uh, starting off, uh, first thing we're going to mention is that we'll be doing another drive-in movie on August the 21st. Um, as we typically do with our format, we're not going to tell you right now what it is. You'll have to kind of wait and see. Um, but we'll be doing a, a movie from a public domain. We're showing it on the 21st at TJ Davis, and you can call TJ Davis to sign up for it. It's a free event. We provide popcorn. Um, everybody, you know, everybody has the opportunity to stay in the cars and keep your social distance and be able to watch a drive-in movie. So we hope you all take advantage of it. Yep, and for that, you need to show up before 8.30, and the movie will start as soon as it's dark enough for us to show it. Um, another event we are starting um, is yoga in the parks. Uh, we're going to try this on Saturday mornings at 8.30 in Smith Park. If you're not familiar with Smith Park, it's right next to the Aquatic Center there on 6th Street. Um, you need to B-Y-O-Y-M. Which is bring your own yoga mat. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I did get that right. <laughs> so um, Angie Merritt, she's going to be the one leading that. That program is free. I uh, hope y'all go out there and try some yoga out. Uh, we plan on uh, offering some yoga programs um, in inside um, once we're out of phase two and allowed to do that. So this will... Give you a chance to try it out and see if it's something for you so you'll come to the program later all right and that'll be every saturday every saturday um this is something that we went over on the last episode but it's still kind of new we want to kind of reiterate we have added additional day hours hours and days to the splash pad however you want to word that stop laughing at me <laughs> we just ate a really big lunch <laughs> struggling a little bit um <laughs> but we have started opening the challenger splash pad on sundays from one to five it has been open uh, tuesday through saturday are we open on monday uh, yeah monday? tuesdays through saturdays it's been open those days from 12, 12 to, to 5. 5. we've added sunday one to five Mm -hmm. So, uh, and we talked about it on the last episode, but just wanted to mention it again. And on Wednesdays, they're still doing that really cool thing where Miss Jones brings out some craft activities, and people that are at the Splash Pad are able to take a little break and get a little rest under the picnic shelter and do some crafts and stuff. So, if you've got kids that are interested in that kind of stuff, make sure that they're there on Wednesdays around 2 o'clock to take advantage of that. Yeah, and this week it's uh, Starfish Craft. So, hope you enjoy it. <laughs> If you if you haven't been to the the splash pad yet and you got young kids, I highly encourage it. Everybody, I worked the splash pad this past Sunday, and everybody that goes out there thoroughly enjoys it. The kids have a great time. The um, main element of that park uh, it fills this big tank up with water, and every five minutes or so, it dumps a water water out at once, and all the kids love it. They'll sit there, literally just lay under that thing and wait for it to dump. Please tell me at least one time on Sunday you got under that thing. I did not. Oh, come on. I, I wanted to stay dry. Did you even wear swim trunks? Nope. Oh, sure well, no fun. That wasn't fun, but... 
the kids had fun. Yeah, well, that, I guess that's what we're after. So. That's right. I didn't want to discourage people from going to the splash pad out there in my bathing suit. <laughs> that reminds me of the, time, the story you told me about you evacuating the pool. <laughs> you want to tell that story? Uh, uh, back when Chowner had a swimming pool, I was out there um, getting the pool ready for summer. And it was hot out, and I'm, I'm vacuuming it, so I decided to take my shirt off. And uh, if you've ever been to Chowner Pool, it butts right up to Chowner Middle School. And the kids were out there for recess up uh, against the gate. And some kid yells at me, and he's like, Hey, put your shirt on. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> oh, that. Still don't know who that kid was, but... Uh, Thank you for the vote of self-confidence. <laughs> oh, boy. That's awesome. I enjoy that kind of stuff. All right, we have one little bit, one more last little piece of news that we want to share. Something that we're working on that we hope will be something that's really, really big. We have started working on developing a Run at Rapids Parks and Recreation mascot. How exciting is that? I can't wait. Yeah. Are we allowed to tell them yet what it is? Uh, we're going to make you wait. I think uh, you should okay. make them wait. We have selected a mascot, and we have started working on a little bit of a backstory for our mascot, and soon we're going to reveal what that mascot is, and we're going to have a naming contest to allow you guys to name our new mascot. He or she will probably be present at a lot of our upcoming events or most of our big events in the future. Um, and we're going to also launch a, a fan club where the mascot will be sending out birthday cards to the children that are enrolled in the club. we got lots of big ideas for our mascot. So stay tuned. Say something. <laughs> running out of words here say something we hope you'll enjoy our mascot as much as we do um we've thoroughly enjoyed coming up with that backstory there's been a lot of back and forth discussions about this it's a big deal yeah we're really excited we think he'll be a, a major focal point of the recreation department in the future so we're really excited about it all right well i guess that's gonna about wrap it up um we'd love to hear your thoughts on on the the new layout for the podcast and the interview series that we're launching i'm not going to fill you in yet on who our next guest is going to be um but we're, it'll be a similar format today we're like i said we're going to continue to find people that specialize in different areas in the recreation field and try to bring you as much information as possible and we're going to find you some stuff you like to get out and do and let you learn about it here right here on navigating your recreation that's right all right, well, we're going to close out with a quote real quick. Um, this one's from Kelly Slater, who was a professional surfer, in case you didn't know. Um, he said, I didn't start surfing because I expected it to be my career. It was something that I just had the time, had a good time doing. But once I started, I couldn't stop. And nothing compared to the thrill of riding waves. So y'all go out there and find your recreation wave, whatever it might be, and ride it. And you never know when it might turn into a career for you, just like it did for Kelly Slater or for Fields Johnson. All right. Well, y'all have a good one. Take it easy. <laughs>